when you put a banana peel into a trash can and then you put that same banana peel that goes to a landfill, it'll eventually break down. However, as it breaks down, it will create methane gas, which is a very large contributor to the warming of our atmosphere. If you put that same banana peel in a composting bin and take it to a compost facility where it goes through the process of composting to create the nutrient in the soil and it won't need further you know, fertilizer or pesticides. That whole process can be done in days versus the time that it takes to break down in a landfill. So compared to months, years, and sometimes there's organic material that actually never even breaks down in a landfill. So the whole process will then be consolidated down into a very short period of time, and then it will be repurposed into that nutrient-rich soil rather than just sitting there creating the gases that go into our atmosphere. Hello, and welcome to Green Dragon, a monthly show where we talk about green initiatives in Maryland, Howard County, and Howard Community College, plus ideas and ways for you to be more sustainable at home. I'm Bob Marietta. HCC's Environmental Health and Safety Supervisor. And I thank you for watching today. My guest today is Rita Burnett, Director of Commercial Sales and Accounts for Compost Crew. So Rita, what can you tell us about working for Compost Crew? I love my job, first of all. I work for a company whose mission is to eliminate food waste and revitalize our soil by offering clean, convenient and affordable composting services to residents, to businesses and organizations in the DMV area. And I, you know, I've been in sales my whole life and I've never worked for a company that from the CEO to the sales team, to the admin staff, to the operations and drivers all are tied into this mission and, and strive to really bring this mission to life. So I really, uh, I love it. And it's, it's a wonderful company to work for. That's great. So tell us, where did you come from and how did you get connected with compost crew? I was in the waste business for over 10 years, but I worked on the trash and recycling side. So it was very, very competitive. And I was, you know, my company kept getting bought and sold and merged and everything. So I felt like very much of a number and, and really the only way to really differentiate my company from any other company that did what we did with price. So, you know, I was disconnected from it. So I left, but someone that I actually worked with came over to Compost Crew a year or two prior and he called me up and said, you know, you really should come back in. It's a lot different here. You know, you really have, they'll listen to what you say. And it's really not about, you know, pricing. And it's been amazing. And I do, I, I feel like my opinion matters here. And, you know, there are some other companies that do what we do, but composting is just such a small thing in this area right now. So I actually welcome the competition, the more the merrier, because that means there's more options for residents and businesses in the DMV to get on board and do their part. I know I didn't put it on the script, but uh, are you a native from Maryland or are you a transplant? I've been here 24 years, but I'm a Jersey girl at heart. Sorry. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Okay. Now, Compost Crew, it's a, it's a catchy name, but what does the company actually do? 
So we work just like a trash and recycling company in, in the way that we give you a bin or a dumpster um, as a resident or as a, a business. You fill that bin with organic material, food waste, and we'll go into that later. Um, and then our trucks come out and pick up those bins and then they take that material to on a regular scheduled you know, service. And we take that to either our on-farm composting facilities, or we take it to commercial composting facilities, where then it gets repurposed and reused and made into nutrient-enriched soil, and then given back to the community in form of landscaping or soil that can actually grow more fruits and vegetables. So it's kind of from A to Z, it starts at the source and then comes all the way back and gets repurposed at the facilities and then given back to the community. So really, why should people care about composting? What difference does it make when stuff gets thrown away? So there are endless benefits to composting, but I'll just name a few of them for you. So composting, first, it reduces greenhouse gases by preventing methane generation in landfills. So when you put a banana peel into a trash can and then you put that same banana peel that goes to a landfill, it'll eventually break down. However, as it breaks down, it will create methane gas, which is a very large contributor to the warming of our atmosphere. If you put that same banana peel in a composting bin and take it to a compost facility where it goes through the process of composting to create the nutrient and the soil, and it won't need further you know, fertilizer or pesticides. That whole process can be done in days versus the time that it takes to break down in a landfill. So compared to months, years, and sometimes there's organic material that actually never even breaks down in a landfill. So the whole process will then be consolidated down into a very short period of time and then it will be repurposed into that nutrient and rich soil rather than just sitting there creating the gases that go into our atmosphere. So that is the biggest reason I think that it is good to compost versus just throwing our organics in trash. But also obviously when we create that nutrient and rich soil, we can then give that back into our local communities to grow more fruits and vegetables. So that is a great use for it as well. And then you know, obviously studies have shown too that the soil that's created from compost retains more moisture, it suppresses plant diseases and pests, and it also promotes higher yields of agricultural crops. So, but ultimately I'm in sales. So the biggest thing for me is that composting is a lot cheaper than trash. So if you throw that same banana peel in the compost bin, it's going to be a lot less expensive than if you throw it in the trash can. So I love that one. Wow. I, I think you've explained that better than anybody I've heard try to do it. That, that was wonderful. I'm going to use that banana peel from now on. So Some people say composting and recycling are just scams by the government and the big food stores. What's your take on it since you deal with it every day? Actually, recycling is a huge problem in this world. And it, you know, it, some of the ways that it goes about it can be looked at as a scam. The material is very contaminated in the United States and it's very difficult to process and understand what can go into recycling. And then, you know, for an example, there's a county in Maryland where it requires each business and homeowner to separate their glass from their plastic, from their metal, from their paper, from their cardboard. So they have, you know, a hundred bins in front of their homes or in front of their businesses. And then they'll come by and they'll see a recycling truck come and actually pick up 
all of those bins and put it in the same truck and take it away because the laws require the individual resident or business to separate it. It doesn't require the, the, the hauler to actually separate it and they can take it out of the County and dump it somewhere else. So that really creates a problem in the minds of people and it, it, it can lead to those thoughts. However, composting is very easy. It's the same everywhere. If it's food scraps, you can compost it. And then you can also follow the chain of processing on a local scale too, so to actually know where it's actually going so that it's not shipped somewhere to China or to India and processed somewhere else. So it's local, it's easy, and it's very, it's right in front of you. So you see the process happening. What changes have you seen in Howard County composting just in the past couple of years? And what do you think the future holds? Well, Howard County has their own um, composting facility and their curbside collection program, but it's only offered to, you know, a small portion of the county as of right now, but we are growing and this industry is growing. So I do see Howard County opening that up to more residents and more schools in the area. There is a new Maryland law that got put into place here that started on January 1st. That actually requires any organization business that produces two tons or more of organic waste per week that has to have a program in place. And that law goes to one ton a week come January 1st of next year. So that's kind of where a compost crew or other companies that do what we do can help in Howard County is that we can offer it to those businesses that are looking to do their part and to divert their food waste and other organics out of the landfill. So I see that Howard County moving towards that in the future. What do you think people in Howard County understand the least about composting? I would say that, you know, if you look at our compost crew customers as a whole, what we see people struggling with the most is, you know, what can go on the bins, like what's considered contamination, what's considered organic, and what are the best practices of keeping those bins clean and how to, you know, collect the waste from where it's generated and put it out into where we pick it up. You can go to our website at www.compostcrew.com. We have a lot of videos and kind of tips on this, but I would say specifically in in the residents in Howard County and the businesses in Howard County, the specific thing that they understand the least is about the liners. You don't need to line the bins for our sake. You know, a lot of people do put liners in there because it keeps the bins cleaner, but you can just throw free waste right into our bins and also don't tie the bins because that's bad. It conceals it too much and it's hard to, when we decontaminate it, it's hard to rip those liners apart. So if you do use a bin in, liner in your bin, please don't tie it when your truck is coming to service it. And then the other misconception is please no toxins in the bins. So no pet waste or bathroom waste or tissues that should not be composted anywhere, whether it's in your backyard or it's going to, you're in a program that's going to a commercial composting facility. And then I think the last misconception people have is with the smell. You know, I had the opportunity to say that, you know, I was in the trash business before. So I know what the smell is like when you mix food waste with trash. It's ungodly when you go to a transfer station or to a landfill. But at a composting facility, when you take trash out of the equation and it's just food waste, it actually doesn't smell too bad. So that is another misconception. Great points. I know the college holds a dumpster dive every year, right around Earth Day 
where our students take a day's worth of trash from all the cans around campus and put it out on our quad. And then they sort through it and see what's okay. in there that should have been composted and what should have been recycled and what should have been in the trash. And this year we're going to do the composting for the first time. And so we're going Great. to try and see how much stuff is going in our classroom and office trash cans that should go in the composting containers in the green bins. And if anybody's it. interested, that dumpster dive is going to be Wednesday the 19th at 12.30 to 1.30 on the quad. And don't be late because it generally only takes the students about 20 minutes to sort through it all. So it's a good photo opportunity. And we'd always welcome other people to help us. We don't actually jump down into the dumpsters. Um, <laughs> we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we pay you for. Get it there. Now, it's been a great learning experience working with Compost Crew in our programs here on campus. And we now, all our cafeterias uh, and our culinary program, all of their plastic materials are certified as compostable so that all that material can go into the compost bins. So that's been a big change for us. So it actually makes makes it easier. People don't have to stand and stare at, at the cans and try and decide what goes when, because uh, everything that Great. comes out of the cafeteria, well, except for the 10 cans for sodas and stuff, can go into the compost. And so we find that that's liberating for people that don't have to spend time trying to figure it out. They can participate much easier. Now, you mentioned the state law. And state and county laws refer to food residuals. What are they talking about? What's a food residual? Food residuals are the leftovers of the pre and post consumer vegetables, fruits, grains, dairy products, meats, anything food oriented, anything that was once alive it does not include, again, like I said before, animal waste or the compostable products that you just mentioned. So when you do start a service, whether it's at home or whether it's at your business and you're talking with a company that's going to come and pick up your organics, make sure that you understand whether it's just food residuals or if it's also includes the compostable ware like Bob just spoke about, because some companies do pick that up some don't. Even though it's organic and it will break down, some processing facilities just don't have the ability to actually break down those types of products. So what what happens to the food waste that Compost Crew picks up from the college every week? At Compost Crew, we have developed something what we called Compost Outposts, where we partner with local farms or places that have space and we actually build our on-farm composting facility. It's a small scale, but we build it and we man it and we actually um, uh, create the nutrient-enriched soil from our customers' organic waste. We take a portion of our residential customers there. However, our commercial customers, including Howard Community College, we take to the larger um, composting facilities. There's there's two in this area. One is in Maryland and one is in Virginia because they have the staff and equipment and the space to handle the amount of food waste that is generated from commercial customers. So right now your basic college is going to MES in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. What's the difference between what people can compost in their yards and what can be commercially composted? Well, the biggest difference is feedstock. So what can be composted is different than what should be composted just because something like, for example, meat and dairy can be composted, but it shouldn't be composted in a backyard because it attracts 
um, odor and bugs and critters if you don't, you know, manage it correctly. So, and also things like bones or or seafood shells and compostable ware, it takes a lot longer to break down and it would take too long in a backyard pile because it doesn't meet the temperatures that it would need to meet that it does in a, in a large commercial facility. So that's kind of the biggest thing to think about is like for your backyard, just your fruits, your vegetables, your basic, you know, food waste, keep out things like the compostable ware or meat and bones. And then obviously, like I said before, human or pet waste should never be composted, whether it's in your backyard or going to a commercial facility. Someone asked me if those green can liners that are, are compostable, should you compost those at home or are they some of the things that'll take a lot longer to break down? The compostable liners you can absolutely use at home. Again, you know, we don't need them to be in the bins for us, but if it's something that, you know, some people do keep their bin inside in their kitchen. So obviously putting that liner in there will keep the bin clean. We just ask you not to tie it when you do put it out for services. Just push the liner down and then put your bin out on your curbside. Now you mentioned one, but are there websites that folks can look at to get information about composting? Compostcrew.com. <laughs> yes, there's there's definitely other there's definitely other websites as well, and I can definitely send those to you, and you can put them out to your community. I know the county has one at their LiveGreen.com site, LiveGreenHowardCounty.com. Yep. Howard County has its green bin program for homeowners, and they keep expanding it. Is the county competing with you? In a way, yes, but there is so much out there to go around more than enough because i said before you know composting in this area is very young for example we only service we're, we're the largest composting hauler in the dmv area and we only service nine thousand homes weekly so you can imagine there's so much business out there to get so Competing with Howard County, it doesn't, you know, we're glad the more people, the more programs out there that are making this available to residents and to businesses, the better. We work with several area governments to provide curbside collection to their re residents, and we appreciate having the opportunity to bid on those programs. So right now we're working with the city of Alexandria, College Park, Chevy Chase, and they've been a huge part of our growth in the last few years. So really we welcome any type of competition out there because it really, there's, there's a lot to get. Are there similar green bin type services available to businesses and people in apartment complexes? Absolutely. Absolutely. For residents in Howard County or, or anywhere that are in apartment complexes, I would suggest that you go to, if you would like to have a program and it's not offered through Howard County, if you go to our website, and you go to the residential portion and you put in your address, it will tell you if you fall into our service area. If you do, you can speak to your property manager or your condo association or whatever it is to get approval to be able to put our bin out in your waste area on service days. But quite honestly, the best way to go about it is to speak to your condo association or your building management company and have them talk to a company like Compost Crew or um, you know somebody that does what we do and put a program in place for the building. We at Compass Crew offer pilot programs for apartment complexes. So if they call me, we can discuss, you know, 
putting a larger bin there for all the residents to use. I always say if you have at least five people in your apartment building that are interested in food waste recycling program, you're ready to do a commercial account. So you just got to get your management company on board. So does composting in Howard County save money or cost money? No, you mentioned this a little bit earlier. What materials go into figuring out what it costs? It's a tricky one. That's a tricky question, but it's definitely, composting definitely benefits everyone. When food waste and yard waste are diverted from the landfill and compo otherwise composted, because it's going to extend the life of our landfills. It's going to create that nutrient and enrich soil and repurpose that like recycling does. It's going to repurpose and reuse that food waste. At the same time, composting is still a very new concept in this, in this area. So our routes are not as dense as a trash and recycling route would be. So sometimes you will find residentially in some areas that it will be a little bit more expensive to have a composting program versus a trash program. However, the cost to dump trash is getting higher and higher and higher. So the more material that we can divert from the landfill, the better, and it will save in the long run. And you know, when more and more people sign up in Howard County and in other areas for both businesses and residential, those routes are going to become more dense and we're going to be able to keep our costs down and lower our costs when that happens. So yes, it's something that I do with my commercial customers when they do start a program. Sometimes they are on the smaller scale and it is not a cost savings, but as they grow, they're going to be able to reduce the amount of times their trash cans get picked up, the size of their trash cans, and how many that they have. And that will then offset the cost of a composting program and sometimes save. That, that's been our experience here at the college. Yeah. And uh, fewer dumpsters. Okay. Rita, we've picked your brain for half an hour. Is there anything else that you'd like to add as we wrap up this podcast? I would just say that if anybody has any questions or is thinking about starting a composting program at home, either, again, if you fall in the Howard County area, please, you know, contact them. And if not, you know, go to our website at www.compostcrew.com. Check us out. If you have any questions, you can email us at info at compostcrew.com. And if you're a business in the Howard County area that would like to start a program, please reach out to me directly at Rita, R-I-T-A, at compostcrew.com. So thank you for listening. And we look forward to composting together in the future. Well, that's exactly. it. We've reached the end of our show. Thank you, Rita. I'll be back next month with another guest and a sustainable topic. And in the meantime, if you have ideas or comments, you can connect with me at rmarietta at howardcc.edu. You can listen to this and all of our other podcasts at greendragonhcc.podbeam.com. And you can also catch us on HCCTV and Howard Community College's YouTube page. Now, don't forget to share, like, comment, and let others know to join us and help us take care of our world. Because every small step each of us can take can have a great impact when we act together. Thank you all for joining us today. Connect with us. We are Dragon Digital Radio.